Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to the Just To Be Clear podcast. I'm your host, Namlando, and today I feel happy, you know? <laughs> Talking to you guys always brings my mood up. So yeah, today I'm feeling a bit, you know, as I just said, happy. I feel like I could just have some fun right now. So that's why I decided to do a topic on my top 10 funny, stupid, and scary moments. Um, obviously there's a lot more than 10, but I just had to cut it down to 10. So, here is number one. So number one is, a teacher once gave me such a fright in class that as soon, like, as soon as he screamed, I fell backwards on my chair and firstly almost hit my head on the table behind me. And because our, ta- our desks at my old school, they had like metal rods. So I really could have gotten injured twice, you know. Cause I don't know what he was doing. We were, he's like one of he was like one of those fun teachers, and I remember it was a technology class, and I'm just sitting working on whatever I was supposed to be working on, and then he turns around and goes to the door, and then out of nowhere he just screams, and literally I jumped on my chair, and the chair, the chair fell back with me, and yeah, I fell. I didn't get hurt. I laughed so hard though, like my friend, because. Like me and my friend, one of my friends, we like laugh at everything. So we just started hysterically laughing. Like it was so, so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. I can't imagine how it would have been if I hit my head. Because like I was literally a finger away from hitting my head. So it was close, but it was funny afterwards. But my heart was still racing. And he, he didn't even look phased. He's just like, oh, like obviously I was the one who was going to fall. Like, and the weird part is that I'm the only one who got a fright. Like, everyone in class was so unfazed. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was, yeah, very funny. So number two. This one is a very stupid memory that I have because I did not know <laughs> what I was doing. But the one time, so I was walking in my backyard. So the one time I just decided, you know, talk with my eyes closed. I don't know. I used to love doing that. It's, it's like a meme that I just saw a few days ago where when you're driving maybe back home or driving anywhere really and then you sit in the car and you close your eyes trying to guess where you are (laughs) i remember i used to do it when i was young i laughed so hard when i saw that because i can relate you just sit there close your eyes and when you open them you're like you expect to be somewhere else whereas you saw way back behind so but what i was doing i was walking in the backyard and my eyes were closed and as i'm walking i'm just walking right and the far end of the backyard there's a pool so i just kept walking to that in that direction because I know that by the pool I'm gonna turn like left and then the kitchen door's right there and I can go in. But I just kept walking and I kept walking and the next thing I knew I literally walked myself into the pool. Um, I got a huge fright because I thought what is going on because I just like slipped into the pool and my new my brand new sneakers got wet and I was so frustrated. And ever since then, I've never walked with my eyes closed ever again. But I didn't really fall into the pool because luckily the net was on. And luckily I didn't, um, I didn't make a hole and rip the net. So this also reminds me of one of my other stories, my nephew. So he was one years old, I think. Yeah, he was very young. And his mom, my sister, didn't want him to go go near the pool because you know I didn't want him to drown even though there wasn't it you know you don't want to risk it so she's 
back on the because our backyard is almost like a, a far stretched rectangle so she's on the bottom side of the rectangle and the pool's at the top side of the backyard not the rectangle i mean um so he's playing my knee and if he's playing soccer and i'm just there watching him and then he kicks the ball onto the pool and then he goes on <laughs> he goes onto the net and his mom scram or screamed and ran up because it's like almost like a hill so yeah she ran and i was like calm down there's a net and i caught he he quickly ran off before his mom came and then i grabbed the ball from him it was so funny because his face was so petrified after his mom came running it was like it was like so funny i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> at that okay this story is a scary one because this happened from one of my biggest, biggest, like my biggest fear, my biggest fear. And my biggest fear is the fear of geckos. I am afraid of those tiny lizards. Like if it's in my room, I will not sleep in my room like for the next, for the next two days until I'm sure that it's gone. Because I feel like it's watching me and, you know, I feel like it's just going to crawl on my face, you know. And I've actually had a uh, same experience, but the same that time it wasn't with a gecko, it was with a moth. And I remember I was in the bathtub and I was tired. So I decided that, because, you know, the water was so nice and warm and whatever. And I decided I'm going to take a little nap. So I fall asleep. and but, but before I fall asleep, I look at the moth and be like, is it going to land on me and sit on me? And I'm like, nah. And then I just sleep. And I probably slept for, I don't know how long I slept for. It was, I don't know. But when I woke up, the moth was literally on my back and I freaked out because I, I don't even know how long I slept because by the time I woke up, everyone in the house was asleep. I think well, I woke up at 12 p.m. after sleeping in the water. I don't know. Um, the moth was on my back and I freaked out and I started moving around and screaming, but nobody heard me. So, But that is like besides the point of this whole... of. This story that I'm about to tell but yeah I'm afraid of geckos okay so with the geckos what with the gecko what happened is so we had just moved into our new house and it was all fun um the one time I go and close the bathroom window and because I was short I was shorter than like the windowsill so I had to like tippy toe and I caught I couldn't see over by the windowsill so little did I know that a gecko was sitting there and as I closed the window because our windows are like you like pull it and then it swings and it closed. I don't know how to explain it. But my hand slides the gecko off the windowsill and then it falls into my shirt. And I am telling you right now, I have never ever jumped so I've never scrammed that loud. Like wait, by the way, I don't even I don't know if it's scram or screamed. I think it's screamed. Or scream I'm not sure but anyway I have never yeah I was petrified and I'm jumping up and down the geckos jumping up and down and then it like slithers through my oh my gosh it slithers through my pants and yeah even thinking about it like when I think about a gecko I just want to cry because I'm so scared of it but it like jumped inside me and then it went down my pants and I was so freaked out because I'm like, oh my gosh, did this thing just touch me? And I just like took a hundred showers because there is no way. This gecko, I'm afraid of geckos. They're disgusting. 
ew, but like, till this day, I did not come near a gecko. I'm afraid of it. And I remember I asked my brother, how do I stop being afraid of geckos? And he's like, you don't be afraid. That's not going to work for me. I think it's a phobia. Maybe I should search it up. But yeah, I'm super afraid. Like, if you were to prank me with geckos, you and me are not going to be friends anymore. You know, I'm not even going to call you. Like, you and me are just done. So. So that was number three. Number four is that, this one's actually kind of warm, the embarrassing side. But I once spoke Zulu to a dark-skinned Indian because, you know, what our minds, what us Zulu people do, most of us, is that when we see that you're dark-skinned, we immediately think, oh, you speak Zulu and whatnot. So the one time I, it was a stranger, I was greeting him and I spoke Zulu to him and I, I didn't know he wasn't black. And it was very embarrassing because he just looked at me with like this disgusted look. And he walked away. And only when he really looked at me and I looked at him like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it was so funny because it was like such an awkward moment because I didn't, I did not realize at all. Like, I'm not saying anything bad about this guy, but your skin was so dark. I thought it was black. I'm like, oh, not. It was, yeah, very, I'm not an embarrassed person. I don't get embarrassed at things, but like, the look that he gave me was like, oh, I guess I struck a chord. <laughs> but yeah. So number five is that I once got electrocuted by electricity and almost had to amputate three of my fingers. And this was scary because, well, so what happened was I was, so my keyboard, my piano keyboard was plugged into the wall and my mom's old radio. Oh no, it was my grand's old radio was plugged in on the plug there and that what the wire on the radio was kind of you know like worn down so and literally it was so bad just if I, I felt kind of like embarrassed because i literally just learned wrote an exam on this the week before but i plug it in and then the next thing i see is just flames and then like i, I think i just blacked out because, like, I, I, I don't know what happened. I, I blacked out and all of a sudden I was very far away. I guess I s jumped with some superhuman powers I didn't know I had. Or adrenaline or something. But the last thing I saw was, was fire. And in my head I thought, oh, crap. <laughs> you know? Because I thought my, my bed is going to burn. Everything's going to burn. And then I was just worried about my piano. Because, like, I don't know if it was new. But it had been there for quite some time and I was working on it and I was like, oh my gosh, this cannot be happening. And so when I come out of my blackout stage, I look at my hands and they're black. Like black, you know, they were, what is the word? Charred, yes, they look charred. And three of my fingers, I couldn't feel them. And they had this like silver, I don't know, couldn't feel them. I didn't want to tell my mom because she had asked me why was I using the radio and Eva. I don't know why. I think I was listening to the radio because I was just bored to listen to music. And then I go to my brother and tell him that I just got electrocuted and I can't feel my fingers. Um, they're like so numb. And then he tells me, I forgot what he told me. And then I was telling him that I was scared to tell my mom. Um, but then I left and then he called me back and then he's like, look what I saw. Look what I... Thingied. And then he had searched on Google about burns and stuff. 
and he had suspect, suspected that I had a three degree burn, which is when all of your nerves and things burn, you know, in your fingers. And at that point, then I was nervous. And then I went to the doctor, and the doctor checked my fingers, and he had to get, I had to get a blood test. And that is the worst thing you can ask of me because I am freakishly afraid of needles. Like I do not like, I do not like the thought of a needle going into my skin. It's like a knife. But just a small thin one but yeah they had to take out my blood and the worst part is that they had to take it out like on my arm like that middle part of my arm and it's just i don't like being touched there by i wouldn't like being touched there by a needle and yeah so but what i would say about a blood test is that it was so satisfying hearing my own blood fall into a tube i don't know <laughs> it's kind of crazy um, took a blood test and he said I must come back the next day and luckily my fingers are great I have five fingers so I am so happy the test came out negative and I didn't have anything because the electric thing the electrocution or the electricity can he said that it can I don't know flow in your blood and go eventually go to your heart so I was also afraid of that but luckily I was clean and nothing happened so I never want to do that again and the lesson I've learned from this is that to always switch off your plugs and use them and never use faulty wiring. That's a lesson that I've learned that I'm now relaying to you because I don't want you to get electrocuted like I was. Number six. Okay, this one is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny for me because, okay. The one time in class. So let me talk about the day before. So the day before I was listening to music and I was jamming. And I was having a really good time. I was having fun in my room, dancing in my room, singing, belting. You know, you know when you listen to music and it feels, yeah, you're having a vibe in your room. It's a party alone, sadly. But it was, yeah, that, that happened and it just, I was such in a good mood. Okay, I, the next day comes and then I'm at school and I'm in an, EN, in an EMS class, which is basically almost a business class. Not really though. Um, and then I'm in the class and the teacher is teaching and then he says, okay, do your work. If you finish doing your work, you can play games on the computers or whatever. And then, so this is the opportunity my friends and I found to talk because we could talk if we wanted. And me and my friends all sat like together because we're all in the same class. And I like sit at the top, top of my lungs. And you, you want to guess what I said? This is... <laughs> Oh my gosh. But what I said was like, oh my gosh, guys, yesterday I was so turned on and everybody just paused their conversation and looked at me and people were even standing too because they couldn't see me. They're looking at me over their computers and everything. And then the teacher was like, uh, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. And then I'm like, hear what? And then I said it again. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? I could see that they were saying that in their heads. And then he's like, again, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. And then I'm looking at my friends. I'm like, what is going on? Like, and the worst part about this is because I didn't know what the word of being turned on meant. So, you know, because I'm the type of person to learn a new word and new terms. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just use it without knowing. And so I just said that out loud. And my friend, I asked my friends repeatedly and then they're like, Oh, and they all looked at each other with this look like who's gonna tell her and then I'm, I was just like um okay uh 
how bad is it? I mean, if it was really bad, I think I wouldn't be in this classroom now and I'd be in the principal's office. So I'm like, how bad could it have been? Okay, so this whole thing goes on for like five minutes, my whole contemplation. And I'm like, you know what, forget it. And then at break, I remember that this happened and I'm like, oh, so, so guys, what does the word mean? None of my friends like, it's like, you know, when you see someone you find attractive, um, then you get, get this feeling of, you know, like excited to see them. And then, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I just say? You know, obviously it shouldn't give the straight def definite definition. I've never searched the, defin the definite definition, but I know what it means now. So yeah, from that day onwards, I have learned that if I learn a word, okay, I learned the word, I'll go to my brother or whatever, or depending on who I learned the word from, and I'm like, okay, how do I use this word in context? Because now I'm not gonna, I don't wanna say something and then it's like, oh, what did you just say? <laughs> So yeah, because I thought being turned on means like, oh, yeah, I had so much fun, I was in a good mood. And I literally took the word, lit like, literally, you know, like, turned on, you know, like, in a good mood. So, yeah, a, a lot of learning happened then, a lot of, yeah, some, it was pretty embarrassing thinking how the teacher will look at me now. <laughs> Obviously, that was in my old school last year, but. Like when uh, I used to think like, oh, what if I walk past him like and he sees me, he's like, oh, that's the girl who said she was turned on. It's like, oh my gosh, I never even want to relive that moment. Just thinking about what happened, it's just so, oh my gosh. Number six, and okay, this one happened earlier this year. So I was with a teacher, he's very nice and fun and extremely short as well. Like very, like, that. that's probably like the shortest man I've ever seen. But... He's pretty short, and I'm nearly the, si the same height as him. So, the one time, so he, we, in the whole class, we all like making fun of each other, and nobody takes it personally, you know, it's just fun and games. Obviously, we do learn. But, you know, we learn with the nice, fun dynamic. So, I once clapped back at him for saying how high-pitched my voice was, you know. He, he sometimes has this cocky persona, this ego. Obviously, we all know, again, it's a joke, but, like, I just had to say it back because if you're going to insult my voice, I'm going to insult you. So, as I said, he was extremely short, and I he said this all in Zulu, so I'm going to translate it for you guys. So, this is what he said. What did he say again? He's like, you see, I'm not short of anything, you know. I, have, I am the full package, whatever. And then he points at me, he's like... You see, Nomlando is kind of short of a voice, you know? She needs a deeper voice. And I'm like, oh, oh, really? And I'm like, how about you not, how about you being short of some height? And the whole class just was laughing hysterically. I didn't even believe what I, uh, no, sorry. When I said it, it didn't sound bad. And the whole class was like, you're like two minutes straight, the class was laughing, making noise. And the teacher just looked at me with like his mouth open a bit. And I was completely oblivious to what I just said, you know. I just joked about his heights because, you know, we all joke about his heights. He's short. So, and then he looked at me and said, and then the class went on for two minutes laughing and crying and doing whatever they were doing. And then the teacher was like, okay, okay, now we can all keep quiet. And I was like, oh, someone's offended. <laughs> 
And from that day, he said he's going to get back to me, but he hasn't. You know, you just can't top the top dog, can you? Like, you clap back at me, depending on how I'm feeling, I want to clap back at you. So, be careful. <laughs> I still laugh to this day when I think about it. Like, it's so funny. I can't believe I said that to a teacher. Luckily, he's a chilled teacher. If it was any other teacher, I don't think they would have taken it. They would have taken it personally, so. Number seven is, I was once blown away the... <laughs> I was once blown away by the wind and I, this is literally not even like and figuratively and metaphorically like it actually happened I remember I was at my grandpa's house and it was extremely windy so my grandpa he has like a shop so the area of land is quite huge so there's a house and then there's far in by the gate there's a shop that he runs so I was there I was a little girl I was there and then it got extremely windy and everyone was inside and it got extremely windy and then as I'm trying to move I can't move because the wind is blowing you know me away and I'm like oh my gosh it was extremely hard to run back indoors I've never been blown away by the wind like that and I'm trying to walk and I just can't walk because it almost feels like the wind is pushing me back it was so hard I think it took someone coming out or someone was already coming into the house and they saw me and then they helped me and pulled me to the house because I wouldn't have made it. It was like, it, it was so overwhelming the way the wind was just blowing in your face and then it's rustling and it's loud in your ears. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's when I was blown away and because I'm pretty light. So even now, if the wind was that strong, I think I'd still be blowing away just teeny tiny little bit number nine um this one is actually it's not horrible but when i was going through it it was so horrible so the one time i was drinking orange juice and then one of my sisters said some said something funny and then that made me laugh like she said it while i was drinking and i laughed so hard and first of all i started choking on the juice the juice I don't, I don't even know how this happened. The juice went up my nose. And to top that, it went into my eyes. And I was, I was struggling to breathe because it's in my nose. And at the same time, I'm choking. And at the same time, my eyes are stinging. Like, I don't even know how that all happened. But I was, and I, as, I'm, as I'm choking and all of that, I was laughing at the same time. So laughing, choking not being able to breathe and eye stinging is not a good combination and like it was so funny and when i told my friends back at school they laughed like hysterically because like i have so many funny stories and that i tell them and they just laugh at all of them you know and yeah they i think they're just laughing at the imagination because like they weren't there obviously but it was so funny and i just couldn't take it and my sister was busy looking at me like what is wrong with this girl <laughs> Yeah, I think from that day on, I stopped drinking that type of orange juice. Orange juice, because, like, wow. Number 10. We're finally at the end of the list so quickly. Oh, my gosh. So, this one is a very weird one as well. This The, the rest of these should just be called the kitchen diaries, because this happened in the kitchen. Okay. So, I like the smell of vinegar. Like, I'm obsessed with it, you know? It's like one of those smells like you just love like the smell of petrol oh my gosh it smells good like i see why someone would say it doesn't smell good but for me it smells so good and i'm so surprised how many people can relate because it does smell good 
But anyway, so I love the smell of vinegar. So one day I was smelling vinegar and I was in the kitchen with my cousin. I was smelling vinegar and I'm like, hmm, if it smells so good, I wonder how would it taste? Okay. Me being me, I take the vinegar and I pour it in a cup and I put like a, a good half and a bit inside. And then I start chugging it and I, I finished the whole thing, but as soon as I swallowed ev swallowed everything, my chest starts to burn. Like it was, bur I've never, well, my heart, my chest was burning so badly. And my cousin was just there laughing at me hysterically. And I'm like, and I'm coughing because my chest is burning. Like it feels like my lungs were being fried. Like literally, I'm like, what did I just do to myself? Did I just poison myself? Am I killing myself? I'm like, what is going on? So for you guys out there, learn from me. Never ever drink anything that smells good unless it's meant for drinking if it smells good just don't drink it you know like especially like vinegar vinegar burns it burns very badly too not just some light little touch it burns something very serious <laughs> yeah even thinking about it i feel like i can feel the burn and i was pretty young hey i was like about four years ago so yeah, I can't imagine how it must have felt. Actually I can, cause I did go through it, but yeah. So because I'm feeling a little extra nice today, I decided to add, you know, just two bonus stories for you guys, just because I feel like it. So here is number 11. Number 11, so this is, so the one time I tried making fried onion rings, because you know, I just woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I want to make a good, nice, healthy, delicious breakfast for myself. And then I wake up and I'm in this, in such a good mood. And the first thing I woke up and thought was, I want to make onion rings. Because I think the week before, uh, my mom had bought a takeaway and the onion rings from that restaurant were really good. So I'm like, okay, I want to make my own. So what I do is I chop the onions and, you know, chop them round like how they're supposed to be. And I do not know what I was doing here. We were home alone. Me and my cousin were home alone, by the way. And I was doing this alone. Um, uh, and then I get some flour. Okay, you're supposed to do that anyway. And I get some eggs. And then I take the onions and dip them in flour. I mean, dip them in the eggs and then dip them, dip them in flour. Then after that, I decided that I want to pan fry them. Because that's how I thought onion rings were made. I didn't know that you put them in a thing deep. You know, in a... A deep fryer, yes. Um, so I put them on the pan and I'm thinking everything is gonna go well and then the flour like starts to melt and I'm like what is going on and then it starts burning. I'm like okay what is going on I don't know what to do and the stupid move that I did is I put water in the thing in the pan and that even made it worse and it was so disgusting and then it started burning and then put more water and then there was just this pasty thing with onion rings. Uh, yeah, it was a horrible experience. My cousin walked in the kitchen and then we just started coughing. Like, now I get why in movies people cough when things burn. Because this, like, I literally could feel like, I don't know, in my chest. I was coughing. I took the pan outside and we were still coughing. We coughed for a good amount of time. So I'm never attempting to make onion rings ever again. But now I learned that you make them in a the deep fryer. 
and but I don't want to deep fry things in oil like you know that all of that is horrible but yeah so if you're thinking about making onion rings sometime deep fryer is your best bet because a pan is not gonna work trust me and it was so disgusting luckily it was in the morning so I had enough time to clean up everything before parents came home so yeah <laughs> our last one but not the least one number 12 is so is how I tried making butter chicken so one time so there was chicken and I was so in the mood to cook like I wanted to whip up something so good so I'm I'm a I'm a on a brag but like I'm kind of a beast at making chicken I make beautiful chicken so uh, there was chicken this was two years ago so I hadn't really mastered it as much but I decided that I wanted to cook chicken and then I started cooking chicken and halfway through the process I'm deciding you know what I want to cook butter chicken um so I add sugar in the mix I don't know what I was doing I add sugar and it cooks 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 and then I realize this oh my gosh this is way too sweet and then I add salt and then it cooks cooks and then I'm like ah oh, this is way too salty then I add sugar again way too sweet salt again way too sour and I did that I did that back and forth thing like what four three to four times so and then until I just left and like you know what this is not gonna work I put milk inside I put um what else did I put I put butter inside because you know butter chicken I took things literally here um and then I cooked it and then when it was time to serve it was this red I don't know red looking thing and before I dished up for everyone I told them that look this is what happened I put these two mixtures in this is what happened it's sweet but it's sour at the same time so I wouldn't mind if you don't eat and they were like nope I'm not gonna eat so I was the only one who ate but I'm sure if everybody ate I could have probably made someone sick with that meal I mean the chicken was cooked perfectly don't get me wrong but the whole soup thing and stuff mm -mm. wow it tasted horribly I can't believe I ate it um, now we just look back and just laugh because like what was what was I thinking? I mean, I get that I was in a good mood But don't do irrational things when you're in a good mood. That's another lesson. I'm teaching you today <laughs> But yeah, that yeah, even thinking about it is like oh my gosh it Tasted disgusting. I still ate it though because it's I I cooked it So and I wasn't gonna waste food. So this is yeah Thank you guys for listening to that episode i hope you enjoyed it just as much as i enjoyed recording it please remember to like subscribe and share this podcast with everyone you know so it can grow and become a bigger podcast community that everyone can engage in i'll see you in the next episode on the just to be clear podcast bye